my voice. Return of my voice. <laughs> I'm back. It's Radio Free Topag, and I'm Audrey. Oh, I'm, I'm Donovan. Oh, now oh, Donovan has no. laryngitis. No. Wouldn't that be crazy? It's, no, it's fucked. Now that I've made that joke, I'm definitely going to get my laryngeas and gitis in the next week or so. Is that like a phalange? It's like a phalange. I have tireditis today. I'm a okay. sleepy little bitch. I took two naps, so I'm fine. I'm very jealous. We what should find it? out how our guest is doing. Our guest this week, co-host of Data Transfer, co-host of Post Ponies. Uh, friend of the show, partner of the me, Corla. Hello. She's here. Welcome back to the program. Return of the Corla. I'm still a little, <laughs> still a little hoarse, but I'm and better I than cry, I was. And I, I love that song. Oh so god, much. yeah. At at the worst of it, I was so scared for you. You sounded like if someone had punched Kermit in the stomach a whole lot. Oh, that's a sad <laughs> image. Just and wailing on Kermit the Frog. Assaulted Kermit. That's a sad <laughs> character. He's just kind of hobbling around. It really Punished isn't Kermit. easy being green. It's no. not. It's so very... Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to combine the laryngitis sound with a Kermit voice. That's a hard mix. It's... Yeah. Mm. It's not something you can pull off unless your throat is in a bad way. Yeah, so unless you are... Still, for some reason, smoking black and milds, despite the fact that Don't you have a horrible that. infection in your windpipe. Don't do that. I did a lot Contrary. of that. I'm back, back off the no nicotine. Back off the nicotine smoking it. Anyway, I'm doing the gum. That's good. It's been three days. Speaking of gum, you, you want to tell listeners about, about our fascinating discovery of crumb? Okay, there is uh, kratom gum you can get. What the fuck? And I was like, why would you put it in that form? It's the most hideous texture. Like, is it like a little bead of dust in the middle of a piece of gum that you bite into and then you get the grit? <laughs> or is it worked thoroughly into the gum, in which case it's going to feel like chewing pumice? Yeah, uh, well, you gotta exfoliate your teeth. We're always saying this: personal hygiene is important, and you gotta be exfoliating your teeth, people. You gotta I guess do it. That was kind of a joke, but I guess it's like that is what toothpaste is, right? It's like a rough thing, and it it's scraping. It is kind of exfoliating. Yes. Yeah, but I guess plaque isn't really foliate. <laughs> Is that is skin foliate? Why the fuck is, is skin it foliate? foliate? See, now we're raising the big questions here on this show, on this Radio Free Tote Bag program. It's a program about questions with answers, but occasionally we get stumped. And so right in is skin foliate. Is foliate a word? Foliate is, is a word. word. It means it's got two meanings. It's either decorated with leaves or leaf-like motifs or the number of the leaves of a book rather than the pages? What? Oh, like leaves of oh, paper. Like a uh, folio, like a portfolio. Uh, well, that's upsetting. Is face scrub, is it because people get tiny leaves on their face and they got to X them? That's, that's the kratom. <laughs> anyway, we called it crumb. We figured on... If you're the Jolly Green Giant for your skincare, because you gotta exfoliate the little leaves on you. And my riff is done. Audrey, continue about the crumb. <laughs> I hate the idea of the the. Now I'm imagining the Jolly Green Giant just like taking a, a cheese shredder to his fucking feet. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to do that to yeah. my feet. I got, I got I got the calus. I got the very strong calus on my feet. Yeah, and uh, I gotta get a, a pumice to get rid of my calus. I don't know why I'm doing Pumis that. Pumis and like Kalus. Kalus. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> hey, shouts out to Discord for not updating the whole time that I needed it to, and then it finally downloaded and went through just now and tanked my internet speed for a second there. So just nice. a round of applause for everyone at the Discord family. We appreciate Good you job. all so much. See, as a trans I woman, I am watch. cursed to live a certain portion of my life on Discord. 
Yeah, which which means we're keenly no. aware of every way in which it, it fails. And the enshittification <laughs> comes for Discord as it comes for all. Oh, it truly does. And yeah. now it's sewing Discord on my internet connection. Welcome back to the show. Corla, thank you for rejoining us. Now, we spent so much time in the lab, potentially since you were last on, developing a follow-up question for guests. Ooh. And it is as follows. How is your dating life going? And in this particular case, I guess that's a long-distance relationship update at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> so to cover the general part, it's uh, it's going really well. Uh, I've, I've got four partners three of whom I'm hosting podcasts with uh, <laughs> and one of which I'm living with. And each one of these is going like really damn well. I'm, I'm staying connected with everyone trying to spend time with everybody. Uh, some folks are a lot busier than others, but that's kind of what's good about a polycule is you're able to fill out your week between several people. It's so true. It's like having a, a whole folio of uh, relationships. <laughs> Just an unscrolling vellum. <laughs> it's the foliate episode. No, that's excellent to hear. Uh, have you been on since you started Post Ponies? I don't think so. We got to tell us a little bit about, about that. About yeah. Post Ponies. Yeah. So Post Ponies, if anyone's listened to Data Transfer, and I hope you have, um, it's a lot like that, but for My Little Pony, uh, Friendship is Magic. We were watching through the entire show from the very start, uh, episode by episode, and um, just being gremlins about it. Uh, <laughs> it is truly a horny and unhinged show. Uh, and uh, MLP is nothing like that. It's, I mean, it's unhinged at times, but I've, I've never seen it be horny. Despite the, the fandom, like it's one of them things where like the show itself isn't, but the fandom seems uh, from the little bit. I Now, I'm no equestrian specialist, but from the bit that I've seen, sometimes they seem feral for these horses. Oh, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Like, uh, well, before I started this pod, I was dating a Welsh gal who who would do like My Little Pony fan art and her commissioners were the worst just <laughs> some of the grossest people you'd ever oh, not no. want to know oh do you have any example I don't, i'm afraid to ask this uh, do you have any examples that won't absolutely i think our listeners have a pretty high tolerance for uh terror at times <laughs> we've discussed some some pretty uh out there stuff behind the paywall in particular yeah, I've got a pretty good example that 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 shouldn't uh, keep anyone awake at night. I'm bugging um, again. Uh, there was someone who just wanted to have like a thing of soft vor done, just some like uh, one pony in another pony's belly. Yeah, just like, like God intended. Yeah, just kicking around, <laughs> like let me out of here. <laughs> Presumably, they're fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's gonna live through this. <laughs> it's no a wholesome no affair. No one's slowly digesting. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but the commissioner also wanted some text along with it, along the lines of like the, the guy pony having eaten a woman pony, just being misogynist about it, just oh, being like, "I ate you because you're a woman and weak what? and dumb." What? <laughs> And I remember her sending me like three or four paragraphs from this dude. And I'm like, you can't you can you, like not even with a textless alternate that you that you post publicly. No, you just you can't your, take this man's money. Your feminine weakness led to you being consumed. <laughs> but also it's soft for us, so it's like, yeah, you like it. There's a snack bar and you're having a nice time and it's a good time all around. Uh, and also go back to the horse kitchen, you cloppy bitch. I constructed a horse kitchen in my stomach. Make me a sandwich while you're in there. You get it? Well, you eat the pieces of the sandwich, and then she makes it, and then she puts the sandwich back up in your mouth. 
What a convoluted combination of uh, a specific kink and uh, an unfortunately pretty common, what would you call it, discriminatory mindset? Yes. Deep-seated shittiness. Yeah, eroticized into just some of the most (laughs) stupid bullshit. Uh, You're a woman, so I'm only going to eat 80% of you. (laughs) (laughs) Is that anything? (laughs) (laughs) And that's all the jokes that I can come up with because I am not a misogynist. And so my material is limited in this regard. Women create... I can't think of anything. You got this. Wait, we shouldn't be encouraging. It's good that we can't come up with bits. Right. (laughs) We are are good people. I think think we killed it on Get Back to the Horse Kitchen. I think that was about as good as it gets. I'm trying to assemble a sando with hooves. That's difficult. That's just not fair. That's just not fair. I like that they live in like houses. The way human beings live in houses. Yeah. Because it makes no fucking sense. Like, they have doorknobs and shit. You can't open a door with hooves. With the hoof. Particularly yeah. the MLP hooves. Like, they don't... There's not really a keratinous sheath. It's just, it's more like an elephant's foot. It's kind of a, a stump going on. Maybe if you had one of them, they, all the handles got to be the ones with the little arm that you can smack if you're right. a cat. And that open that the, the door. raptors figured out in Jurassic yeah. Park. <laughs> clever girl, clever but not girl. clever enough to not be eaten by me, the misogynist <laughs> vorpal. <laughs> we'll be coming back to that throughout the program, I think. That's just. Misogynist vorpony. It's really beautiful and specific. <laughs> The worst part is there's more people with that specific thing out there. God I, damn it. Uh, uh, well, you, folks, you should check it out, especially if you have listened to Data Transfer. Uh, it sounds like you will not be surprised that it is a feral good time. Get out there and listen to Post Ponies. Some other Monthly R4 roleplay partner finding thread. Oh, what you got? On Reddit, let's see. Oh, Aud- Audrey, did you need specific examples? <laughs> you could have just asked. <laughs> One of the rare times we don't have to do our traditional uh, Wikipedia as the show goes. One of our favorite segments, as Corla is the Wikipedia of furry kink. <laughs> I'm looking to fill a fantasy where a pretty girl uses her charms and wits to outsmart and get a leg up on others. Since this is where it is, that probably leads to Vor. I usually assume that I'll be playing Pred slash Femme Fatale for this scenario, but I'm open to other girls turning the tables on me if that's something you'd be interested in. Smiling emoji. (laughs) If you uh, see something not mentioned below, uh, feel free to ask. It's just a list of ideas and preferences. Uh, Characters that I play and their fandoms. Uh, Leaf blue slash green Pokemon. Steeny slash Serena, Bryzen, Low Punny, or Curly and Gardevoir, Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts, Coco from Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> oh, playing the hits. Player characters or Callie from Splatoon. Yeah, very much playing the hits. Fair enough. Damn, I've but- played some Splatoon. Inkies. Well, I guess they're called Inklings in the game, and that's kind of like the furry. If you, the analogous thing to furry because it, it's a squid. It's got. Is that like a cephalopod furry? An inky? It's got to be an inky, right? Corla, are there cephalopod? There, I mean, there has to be, right? Are Splatoon furry adjacent? Holy shit. We're asking the hard hitting questions. I have a whole lot of Splatoon for now that I'm really thinking about it. That is There's so- Cali, and then that's kind of it. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's for the best because they were from arena get a lot of attention actually and that scans too and they are of age canonically I believe I played a lot of Splatoon 2 thank god unfortunately the the proportions had me very confused about that whole thing (laughs) the marketing material for the original game uh, had the classic jingle you're a kid now you're a squid now right you're a kid you're a squid you're a kid you're a squid and so that it's probably for the best that there's less of that because, yeah, it's not good. Hey, Audrey. Be. Yeah. Why? Oh, because. Oh, we've, we have a delightful link in the chat. Oh, 
Delightful. <laughs> Splatoon <I> 3, 4. <laughs> Here at the top of the program. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a huge boob. That makes way more sense. Oh, that's it's a tummy. A, yeah. That's a, that's a tummy. Family. Okay. All right. Oh, oh I'm so full of. Uh, ah, fuck, what is a squid? Eat? I guess it depends on the squid. That's a full. I'm full of smaller fish. <laughs> Maybe plankton if I'm one of the smaller species of squid. Maybe even other squid if I'm a humble squid. There's a wide variety of niches filled by cephalopods, folks. I fucking love humble squids. They're so scary. They're rocking. What? Um, but to answer your original a... question, there are a lot of squid furries. <laughs> yes. I like that one. I like that one. It'd be cool if I was a squid. I could be uh, Yo. playing all the synths at once. Holy this shit. This guy's cute. Yeah. When I, I can't really see this one. one. If, you send, if you send me squid four, you have to follow it up with cute squid. I need the palate cleanser. Aw. That's delightful. That's just He's just so he just seems like a nice guy. He does. He has he has trustworthy, he has very sincere eyes. Oh yeah. Yay. Listener, this is like a not a Splatoon style. This is the humanoid figure, but they have a squid for a head, like one of those hats that people wear sometimes that looks like they have a squid on their head. But it has very reflective eyes. Very almost sorrowful, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to protect him at all costs. <laughs> I've only had a squid human hybrid for five minutes, but if anything happened to him, I would kill everyone here and then myself. <laughs> the new mascot of the show. Speaking of which, come to the live show January 20th next year at the Hideout Chicago. The ticket link is going to be in the description. I'm plugging it now in addition to the at the end of the episode. Live Squid on stage. That's the gimmick. <laughs> there will be a live squid. It's like those. It's that hockey game where they throw a squid on the ice. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Ah, oh, fuck. It's been done. Is that a thing? Don't throw oh, squid at us on stage. It's derivative. You're not allowed to come to the live show. You will be scanned with a detector wand. It's a squid detector. I and would be so much more into sports if I could play them alongside squid. That sounds awesome. <laughs> well, that's kind of dangerous. On the ice, you could slip on a, on a squishy squid. Knock That's true. Out. Or they could trip you with one of their tentacles. They're smart little bastards. They could trip eight hockey players at once. That's the <laughs> enforcer on that team is a squid. That's not fair. He's got like eight sticks. That's so many sticks. That's a lot of sticks. So this is a relationship advice podcast, folks. <laughs> As you can almost certainly tell. <laughs> and the combination of uh, our delightful friend Corla joining us and me being sleep deprived and it being the holiday season of recovery from laryngitis for Audrey. I got a sense. Well, we can already tell it's a little bit of an off the rails one, but we're going to hey, we're going to have some fun here. So uh, put your tentacles up in the air. And we're going to get to some questions if y'all are ready. But I'm first, ready. a word from our Spawn Squid. You already know what it is. It's me. It's Squid Dono. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My whole stage is getting inked. I'm, je I'm jetting around by using my, uh, my siphon, a jet propulsion device. But it's organic. We are truly incredible creatures. Uh, intelligence rivaling many vertebrate. And so you know you can trust me when I say, hey, you know what's even better than a siphon? What's that? A bonus episode each week of the Radio Free Tote Bag podcast. You, uh, you get one a week currently. You can jet around a little bit, but that's a rate of only an episode per week. You're only going to get going so fast dear listener but by heading on over to patreon.com rftb you get a bonus episode each week immediately doubling your jet propulsion power and i guess in this analogy instead of being in the water i'm in a sea of podcast episodes and it's it's double because we got extra from the patreon 
Hey, I'm a squid, not an analogist. Ha ha ha. I'm clacking my little beak. I forgot about that. There's some foley work or clacking my beak. Uh, so go ahead and dig your radula into the uh, URL bar. <laughs> I think it's like their tongue and it's got like scraper stuff on it. It's pretty, it's pretty fucked up. Snails got them too. Also cephalopods. Pretty wild. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Stay squiggly. <laughs> asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, <laughs> question box we're all doing like a thing with our hands on our faces so we looked like squids during the music i need you to know that listener it became the squidgen box in the squidgen box in the question mantle there's some more squid anatomy (laughs) for your ass (laughs) uh it's the question box it's a segment of the show where you the listener can take your question squids and throw them into the ice rink that is the question box for this show each week and we will answer them uh hey if you don't know how to do that it's simple uh chat your way over to our social media at rftb pod on instagram and twitter uh at rftb on the blue sky or our website rftb.me you don't have to make an account it's anonymous just get your tentacles tapping and let us know what's ailing you and we'll do our best to answer it audrey squid what do you got first hey cuties nice off to a great start thank Thank you you. and also guest who is probably also very cute in this case yes extremely cute well, dear, you're crushing it out the gate, listener. Writing in again about somebody I've written about before. We had broken up around the start of the pandemic and almost got back together again about two years ago, which is crazy to think that the beginning of the pandemic was greater than two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's horrifying. They had determined that they were a lesbian and that I wasn't their type anymore. But we're even extremely close friends the whole time. They got out of a year-plus relationship a month or two ago and have been seeing people since, but two weeks ago told me that when we were hanging out that they still thought I was very attractive and maybe their being a lesbian was more of a gender thing. They've since started taking testosterone. We thought the best course of action was to hook up immediately and they came over again, (laughs) came over to do so again today. We both agreed that the romantic element of our relationship is behind us, but we've been having fun hooking up as well. I'm feeling a little conflicted about this, mainly because it's also new to me. I have also started to listen to the ERGS. What? ERGS? The ERGS again. With a, a lot. capital E and an exclamation point. We'll have to look that up. I'll look Not sure if that means anything, too. We've uh, Any thoughts or advice would be much appreciated. Much love and thanks. Signed, listener. The ERGS are an American pump, punk rock. Pump rock. Fuck. Punk rock band formed in 2000 in South Amboy, New Jersey, by three high school friends. <clears throat> um, so it's I'm trying to see if there's is there like a trans thing happening here? Is there like a queer thing? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, we gotta get to the bottom of this mystery first. Top songs: "Pray for Rain," kind of like smitten. That's a little bit. That's a little bit relevant. Yeah. Jazz is like the new Coke. It'll be around forever. <laughs> Most violent rap group. Write, expl- write in and tell us what's going on with yeah, the Ergs. What's up with the Ergs? I don't know. I'm not familiar with this band. I like the name. I like when bands put uh, punctuation in their names. Yeah. That makes me very happy. ERGS exclamation point. This seems pretty rocking to me. It seems like you both kind of developed as people a bit and you know you pointed out and you both are in agreement the romantic element's not there but you're going fuck town that's great fuck town is premium real estate they all say you know it's location 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 and (laughs) fuck town very central it's like right next to the highway you can get there real easy it's great 
Yeah. Uh, any thoughts and advice generally? I mean, it's mostly, keep, you know, what you got. Like, keep an eye on it. Like, if you're... Yeah. If you start going like, oh, man, this dude's really fucking doing it for me now. Um, and I want to start this relationship again, uh, then maybe that's uh, ill-advised. Uh, I don't know that you want to follow through on that because our typical advice for if you break up with somebody is to stay broken the fuck up unless you've had, like, huge changes. Then again... I don't know. Gender been... transition is a pretty fucking important change. Maybe yeah, it's changes. a pretty big one. Uh, I, I'm with you, though. Just keep an eye on this. I don't know yeah. anything where there's some history and you're reigniting the sexual relationship in a new context that definitely has the possibility of getting messy, but it sounds like you talked about that side of things. And you're thinking about it because you wrote it in. So that's pretty good. Unless the ergs, like, unless there's some element to this that the ergs ties it together and it's like, oh, wait, no, this is a problem. <laughs> I think you're in pretty good shape here. Yeah, I'm pretty happy for you. It's pretty I like cool. it when you get to fucking. I don't like that, too. <laughs> I, uh, fuck, I wish I could off the top of my head. So male cephalopods, some of them, one of the tentacles is like a penis, basically. Yeah. and they pass the little sperm packets down it. I was going to try to talk. Now, do they have an extra? Do they have like nine as opposed to 10 or whatever? I think just like one of them is funky. (laughs) One of the tentacles is nasty. (laughs) So I hope that answered your question, listener. Basically, you're in good shape, but keep an eye on it. And also one of the tentacles is nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for writing in. It's a stinky one. This is stinky. One. It probably it smells, smells compared to the smells other like ones. gum. It smells like squid gum. Squam. 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 Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, we got squam and crumb. <laughs> let's get another one of these going. Uh, follow up though. I, I want to understand what the Ergs deal is there. Maybe Same. I'll listen to him. I like punk rock. Uh, thank you again. All right. Check. Check this shit out. Uh, hey, RFTB. Hey, what's popping? What's popping? Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. It was, it was pretty good. I think we did a, a thup date after Thanksgiving. Listen to yeah. that. We'll tell you how it went. Long time listener, just coming back after a while. Right now, I'm having a hard time and feeling stuck about making plans for my future. I live in a state just north of you guys. Midwest shouts out Uh, aside from being near my partner and family. I absolutely hate where I live traveled to the place where I want to move three times and hoping to visit a fourth time this spring. My mind gets fixated on how much I hate it here and everything. My life is missing to me. I feel like my environment makes a huge difference on my life and I cannot stand the overall vibe of my house slash city slash and state. My living situation is also unsafe because of slumlords and addicts. That sucks. We're sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, So I have to move in-state again this winter because my family and job are here, but I feel still intensely negative about every town near me. I feel like moving out of state in the next year or two max is a hard boundary for me, but I don't want to leave or ruin my relationship either. Uh, She doesn't like hearing about me wanting to move because it makes her worry I'm leaving her, which I can also understand. It seems way too soon to ask her to move with me, and she doesn't feel the same about the place where we live. My parents and friends say that I should like it here and try to dissuade me. So many articles I've looked up make it sound like I'm a broken person for wanting to get out of here. I want to find a better job somewhere where I don't get seasonal depression and can actually enjoy being outside. So many people in my life and articles I read make it sound like I'll be unhappy wherever I go. I feel like I have really valid reasons that I want to live here. I feel so much happier if I could start making the plans I need without having to mess up my relationship. Like I can wait a while, but it's difficult. Uh, now it's a built up to a burning feeling inside me that I can't share with anyone. If you have any thoughts, I'd love to hear. Thank you. P.S. Sorry this is so long. You are a squid given. You are for squibbing. You are for squibbing. (laughs) Absolutely. You know that's the theme of this episode. How do we feel about moving because you don't 
you're burnt out where you're at. That's a very valid feeling to be just completely over the place that you live. And like, this is not for me. And uh, there's better out there for me somewhere. Um, but I think probably what these articles you're reading are getting at is that it's not a silver bullet. Like yeah. you're not going to move uh, to a new place and then you're like, well, it's all fixed. I'll never be sad again. I'll never feel uh, um, out of place ever again because I'm yeah. I'm in the new spot. Um, so definitely temper your expectations, but I think definitely do get the hell out of where you are. Um, how long did they say they were in a relationship with this person? I'm not sure if they mentioned it. It came up. Well, it came up like halfway through. Yeah, I don't know if they mentioned specifically how long they've, okay. they've been with the person. Okay. Um, I think it, it might even be worth it to end a relationship so that you can get to a place that you're going to feel more comfortable. I think that that's not necessarily the worst idea. It's no. not. It's not crazy. No, it's um, not a weird thing to do. One thing that they pointed out was... um that like they fucking hate their job they want to find a job that's, yeah. that's worthwhile yeah um i think you want to move around a good job if you can find something yeah definitely like that's... like look look for something in a career you're actually interested in uh or a position that like helps people if you're if you're inclined in that direction and then and then look to find somewhere you can move near that. That's a good point. You also you got like more job options if you're like I could move to a variety of cities. Absolutely. And there's there is some help there. Uh I can speak to moving not being a silver bullet. I moved to Los Angeles after college and I was like, ah, I'm so fucking sick of Ohio and the snow and stuff. There's the beach. I'm going to be sipping my ties every day. It's going to be so much better. And like in some ways, yeah, it rocks for it to be warm all of the time. But also I went to the beach like four times in the two years I lived there. <laughs> and I got real depressed still. Like, yeah, there, there are elements that changing it up can help. Um, but like Audrey said, it's, that's not going to solve everything. And it sounds like there's, you know, multiple areas in your life right now that you're, you're trying to get right. I would try to tackle them one at a time as best as you can, but also like Corla's point, you know, you can look in a new city and like I was saying, there's new job, more job opportunities there. Like, I think you can tackle both of those at once. Uh, also some jobs will like pay for relocation costs and that, that could be something that could help you out. It, you know, it depends what industry you're in and all of that. Um, but I, I've moved, what, four times since we started this show? Yeah. I have moved, I don't, I, God, if we're not even, if we're not counting just like within a city, I've moved like 12 times in my life. It's so, so it's a lot. And I kept doing that. You know, I grew up like that because it's the way that it was. But I kept doing it as an adult because I kept having the sense that you're having of like, I feel like shit. Well, if I move to this place, it'll be better. And you get the boost from it being exciting and new at first. Uh, but as we're getting at, like if there's lingering stuff you're not addressing, that shit's going to follow you. It, it doesn't just magically fix things. Um, but you're not crazy for like thinking that it could help. It can, it can definitely help just, you know, check that, that in between line and definitely don't like sacrifice absolutely everything take it out to somewhere else, you know, weigh, weigh all your options here. Yeah. Um, but it, I'd say definitely escape the slumlords and the addicts. Yeah. Get, get away yeah. from that business for sure. Um, I'm pro moving, but yeah, just ending yeah. a relationship to do that isn't crazy, especially if it's, you know, it's really killing you being in this place. Um, but there, there's much to consider here. I hope we gave you some direction with all of this, but uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of elements at play. Yeah. But you're not crazy. Yeah. You're not like 
I don't know what you describe these articles and people say, you're, you're not crazy to want to be in a different place. If you're in a small town and you want like a bigger city situation or just different surroundings, like that's a reasonable thing to want. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like different shit. And that's why the Windy City, number one city in the world, baby! Even though it's so fucking cold and dark and depressing right now. <laughs> Holy shit. I've been in Chicago like two times and it was very cold every time. Oh, yeah. I'll give you the ice cream. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. But the summer! <laughs> it's pretty... Oh. Watching everybody awake from seasonal depression at the same time, you can feel it in the air. That's a pretty cool... That sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you for your question. Let us know if you're able to uh, figure out a move. And uh, good luck sorting all this out, because I've been there before. And uh, you'll you'll get there. Just break it into the pieces and prioritize and uh, rock and roll. Yeah. Holy shit. This one is wild. What you got? Just because of the little thing that they say here. It's so crazy. Okay. Hello, beautiful hosts and potential guests who is slash are also beautiful. It's a lot That's of that right. tonight. A lot of it's cuties a, and beautiful. I'll take it. It's full of squid and compliments this episode. <laughs> and crumb. And, and crumb. also crumb. And squum. And squum. <laughs> you are all rays of sunshine and make the world a better place. God Thank damn. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have written a few times and started listening when you had Beatles Moses on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good point to start. Uh, yeah. You keep you keep it's moving and I can't read it when it moves. Stop doing whatever you're doing, please. Oh, it moves on your screen if I move? Oh, it? yes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're just over here griefing on. <laughs> uh, I have listened a few uh a few I have written in a few times. I started listening when you had Beetle Moses on. Shouts out. And have now officially listened to every single episode prior to that point. Five years worth of episodes in 10 months. Holy shit. And earned my way to the top 1% of listeners on Spotify, according to my rap. Let's go. Hell yeah. That's good shit. Thank you so much for giving me so much content that make my car rides and downtime fly by. You've helped me to be a better person, and I'm so grateful to have found you. I pinky promise once I finish the main feedback log, I will sub on the Patreon. Wow. You are excellent. Thank you. I love this person. Um, on to my question. How do you know if it's a rough patch slash depression or if it's time to call it quits? My preamble was so long, so I will sum up. Both 21, dating five years, each other's first relationship. I have been super stressed with school. Fuck professors who give projects instead of finals. Real for fun. real. And work. She has been busy with work and family. I haven't been feeling the same excitement or desire to see her as I have in the past years. Things just feel kind of dull. I still love her and care about her. I don't want to lose her if this will pass. But I also don't want to stay if it's just going to be this for the rest of my life. She has extremely low self-esteem, so I don't know how to bring it up to her without making her feel bad. We started doing a lot of activities together, and it's not really helping. Any help is appreciated. Thank you, and shout out to my fellow retail workers this holiday season. You are God's strongest soldiers. It's already no, it's only November 30th at the time of their writing, and I'm already tired of customers and Mariah Carey. Yeah. I'm sorry. Luckily, they don't play that one at the high end retail. Thank God. I don't even I don't work retail. And oh, no, wait, they do. They just play a cover of it. Fuck. A cover. Yeah. Is the cover any better? I mean, it doesn't have the. Yeah. Which is a really rough part of that song. It's like a swarm of Christmas bees coming for you. We don't like that. Okay, first off, thank you. That rules. We appreciate you listening to our stuff and all the nice things you said. And So cool. Hell yeah. I've had shows that have like really kind of uh, helped made commutes and stuff not suck and getting chores done and shit. So to be there for somebody else, that, that makes us happy. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's a fucking tough situation, though. Um, yeah, how do you differentiate depression 
and just like being overly stressed generally, because that is going to impact a relationship and just like your ability to enjoy stuff generally. But then also how much, yeah, how do you feel that? How much of that is the relationship? I know I just completely, I just reiterated your question. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Here here it is, right back. Here it is again. (laughs) I don't think it's impossible to do that. I think what you have to do is address the depression and start to feel like, start to get back to where you are because the relationship could be responsible for the depression to whatever degree, but it doesn't really sound like it because it's, you say you still love her. And you still want to mm-hmm. be with her. It's just things are kind of dull and not you're you're having severe anhedonia, I'm hearing, yeah. uh, which is like uh, I'm pretty much there right now, actually. Like I spent most of the afternoon trying to figure on like, hey, what do I what do I do right now? What do I want to do? Oh, sleep. I want to not be awake is what I want to do, mm-hmm. um, particularly this time of the year. Yeah, big for that. But um, where I wanted to get to is that you can move past and through the depression. And if the relationship starts to regain some color, then, you know, then you have your answer. So I think the most important thing is to de- address the depression, whether it's uh, with medication, meditation, or however it is, you know, it works or, best for you. However, you get through this stuff. Or Christmas vacation. <laughs> Yeah, depending yeah, on where you threes. are, if you're able to, you should you should be uh, getting therapy. Yeah, um, that's a huge help, not only with handling the depression, but also finding out what it is in your life that's contributing to that. So, yeah, so you can piece apart, like Audrey was saying, whether or not the relationship is contributing yeah. uh, to your to your depression and your anhedonia. That's a very good point. Just having somebody to talk through what we're describing here, because I think, you know, we can give you kind of general guidance on this. But, yeah, I think it goes a long way to be able to articulate this to somebody who's going to consistently check in with you. You can talk about the history of things and they can be like, oh, I'm noticing that you mentioned this thing about your partner contributing this consistently. Maybe that is what it is. Uh, But also we live in hell and so not everyone has access to that. Uh, And we you know, know that, unfortunately. Um, so if you if you are able, look into that. I mean, there are also sliding scale therapists and other stuff out there. I would encourage you to try to seek that out if you haven't already and see if there's anything you can do. Um, what was I going to say, though? On, on the other hand, like, it could also be just all these bad, you got a lot of, you got a lot of stress and stuff going on. You got all this school stuff, you're going yeah. through, you know, You've mentioned it's been a couple of years you're feeling like this. You're also 21. That's like a time, I mean, for me at least, and I think a lot of people, like that's a time of figuring shit out. And you've been dating oh, yeah. since you were 16. 16 to 21 is pretty big time, like development, figuring mm-hmm. out what you need, who you are, all of this stuff. And it's not to say that a relationship can't make it through that. We've had people on the show who like both kind of grew and maintained the relationship, but it's not uncommon for people's like desires and needs and just attraction to, to change over that time. Uh, Even if you still love this person and care about them, sometimes that can still happen. And it really, really sucks. Because then in that case, it's like, we've talked about this before. You don't get to do the, oh, you suck. Fuck you. I'm out. I did that right. easy. But then it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I have to leave this person, but I don't want to hurt them. And I still care about them and all of this yeah. stuff. But I'm just not, I'm not feeling the same. I would encourage you to reflect on that. When you say that the relationship is lost, you know, it's feeling kind of dull. Are you feeling sexually unfulfilled? Are you feeling like you just want to experience dating more people? Like if you can point to specific things that are connected to the relationship and be like, this is getting to me. Yeah. And that that's a concrete thing and not just kind of a, a, a vibe that could be kind of grouped in with everything else going on. I think that's a sign in that direction. Um, but again, it could absolutely just be that 
the circumstances that you're in and the mental health stuff is coloring it. Um, and it's one of those ones where we can't just like give a solid answer for. I hope this gives you some direction to kind of how to approach it and try to try to feel this out. But it it, it really is something you got to kind of put the time in to try to try to separate this stuff and get to the source of the feelings. And, and again, if you can access a therapist, yeah, even if you, to the very least, if you got a friend you can trust who can sit down and give you a third person perspective on this and talk through it with them, right? That's helpful too. Um, but you got to work this stuff out. That's hard to do when like 25% of your life has been with this person. Yeah. More of your like conscious, you know, actual life. Um, but also just like, Oh, go ahead. Like what you're describing is definitely anhedonic. So like, I think there is, there is at least some component of, of that that could be improved. So, you know, addressing that, whether or not it ends in the relationship uh, wrapping up is going to be just great for you. I think that's going to help a ton. Yes. Uh, no matter what happens. So I, I um, <laughs> encourage, definitely encourage you to seek that out. Um, and it can get better and it will get better. And yeah. you're going to do great. And we have uh, a lot of faith and hope for you. And uh, we love you. And thank you for writing in. Yeah. Just big empathy for this. I think we've all yeah. probably experienced this to some degree it's a really shitty place to like fuck i have to work through all of this stuff and also you know you're exhausted and stressed out and stuff it's really tough and so you know acknowledge that we feel you on that but also you yeah you can you can work through this stuff we've also done that unfortunately it's a lifelong process and it's real exhausting sometimes but you Mm -hmm. you get through it and things improve and you grow as a person so uh and that and at that early in age especially um if if it ends up that you do uh terminate this relationship um it's not the end of the world for either of you even if yes. that, even if this person has low self esteem even if they take it very personally for a while i've been that person i've i've been broken up with in a bad place i've been um uh broken up with after five whole years you get better you move on eventually and so don't don't hold yourself back on making that choice if you have to for the sake of protecting them. That's a really good point too. Yeah. You got to be real. Audrey's also doing the be real. We were oh, both doing the be real. That's what's happening. This thoughtful question listeners. <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh, it's selfie time, I guess." <laughs> yeah, this question just really put me in the mood to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh very extremely good point there at the end yeah especially young and it's your first serious relationship that's a really hard thing to grapple with but yeah if it is that you're not going to destroy this person's life by breaking up with them and it's the right thing to do because dragging it out if it turns out that you really aren't feeling it it's not working for you that is infinitely worse than being direct about your feelings and and ending it definitely Um, that we salute you um I would is throwing a squid on the ice a compliment or is it like fuck the other team get squidded? Um, I can. I there's there's the story, the legend of the of the it's actually an octopus. Oh, it's octopuses. Yeah. The legend of the squidded. octopus is a sports tradition during Detroit Red Wings home playoff games involving dead octopuses thrown onto the ice rink. Aww. The origins of the activity go back to the 1952 playoffs when a National Hockey League team played two best of seven series to capture the Stanley Cup. I mean, I guess better dead ones than making live ones suffer being yeah, thrown onto ice. <laughs> I feel for the octopods here. I like those guys. I do think a squid would be better to throw, more torpedo-like in shape, but yes. you, know, you also sports is fucking weird, man. That's <laughs> how the fuck do people come up with this stuff? This is all the same. Squid I, I with throw a bow? You... Yeah, there you go. Hmm. It's kind of like a on like a rod of some yeah. kind. Yeah. Yeah. It just squat. it has an ink, it has like a blinding effect. It, just, yeah. it definitely does a status effect of some kind. <laughs> this was all to say I'm throwing a squid of encouragement at you. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like uh, they throw octopus because they're like, ha ha, we don't like you. This is an encouraging octopus. 
That's, that's also not a, this is like an octopus plush. This is like a cute octopus plushie. I'm just giving you a gift in this analogy to make you feel. <laughs> I am throwing <laughs> conceptually. I'm throwing like a cute octopus plush at you and saying, "Go get him, slugger." God, I well, hopefully that made you laugh at least. I'm a I'm a wordsmith. I'm a conceptual Jedi. <laughs> lyrical spiritual miracle. I am a cephalospherical. Uh, well, I don't have bars today. Some episodes Lexical I got bars. Test testicle. <laughs> Lexical testicle. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Cephalopodical. Why would I say that? What? Not, that's one. That's not a word. And two, that doesn't rhyme with fucking anything. Why am I challenging myself? Let's do another question. <laughs> I'm into it. Here is uh, this is uh, this is another kind of this is another kind of challenging one. Uh, I am 38. Have just confessed on the phone to my Central American mother, F71, that I have a trans girlfriend, F28. I need some advice for this holiday season. Should they meet? Is it too soon? How do you explain trans people to an old Latina matriarch? Wow. Shit. I think, um, well, you already made the confession. You're like, hey, my, uh, my girlfriend's uh, transgender. And I've, I'm sort of of a mind that, like, people kind of get more shit than you think they might. So I would just, you know with some confidence and some gusto be like, yeah, you know, she's great. Uh, I think she's awesome. She just happens to be trans and that's chill. If she has any questions, she will ask questions. And maybe those questions are going to be like shitty and inappropriate and like framed yeah. in a bad way. Um, but everybody just kind of try to roll with it and see what happens. Like I, I don't know. I think maybe you give her the benefit of the doubt initially, and then if she's shitty about it, fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, can you talk to her more before they meet? Just kind of mostly to protect your partner from like an awkward family situation where she's at an event and and they're being weird. Like, I'd try to feel that out ahead of time as best you can. Um, And also, like, how... Do you, I don't know. Do you have any other queer people in your family? What's your grandma's politics like? She... Yeah, how how popular is Fox News down there? Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, all all questions to to ask there. Um, as far as if it's too soon, I like how long have you been together? Bringing a partner home for the holiday is is a lot. You know, and you don't need to jump on that quickly. Ask me how I know. And um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, just consider that that part, too, because like outside of, you know, weird potential prejudices and stuff like that is you're compounding the potential stressfulness of that with general holiday stress. It might be easier to like pass on this holiday, introduce them like not in a group family setting. You got more time to you know, kind of suss out how, how your grandma's going to be. And there isn't all the weird holiday pressure around it. Um, but if you've been together for a while and, you know, you got a good sense of your, your grandma, um, rock and rock and roll. I, I yeah. mean, I think it's cool that you're being open about this and trying, you know, you want to bring this person you care about around your family. And I hope they're cool and respectful of that. Yeah. There's a there is a world in which everything's actually chill and it doesn't super matter. There's a there's a world where grandma's uncomfortable, but she keeps her fucking mouth shut about it. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. any number of things that can happen. Um, some of them, you know, pretty bad. But, you know, overall, I think it's worth it to just try to give people the benefit of the doubt and then uh, react appropriately when confronted with with bad shit. Yeah. La duda. Uh, benefit. Ah, shit. I don't know how to say benefit in Spanish. That wouldn't have really added anything if I said benefit of the doubt in Spanish. I'm really <laughs> crushing it tonight. <laughs> I want to say beneficio de la duda, but I don't. That I don't know if that's really a word. Are you translating it? Beneficio de la duda. Let's yeah. fucking go. You did Vamanos. It.
<laughs> yeah. No, Let's fucking vomit us. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking vomit us. Um, thank you for writing in, though. We wish you the best of luck with this. And, um, um, I was uh, shit. I can't think of any other spin. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Thank you for writing in and update us if this goes well. It's you know, it's cool that you're putting in the effort out. And on this, it's a brave thing to do, and we love you. We want to do uno mas, uno mas, uno mas. Questiones. Wait a second. Um, oh. No, sorry. Keep, I don't know why I stopped. I'm looking something up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I have to Google something. Well, I have to, stop the show. Listen to my keyboard. All right. But check this working. shit out. This one's, this one's wild, and I think it's one that we might be able to answer very quickly, but it also uh, makes me wonder about the motivations behind this question. Real quick, Genius. go check this out. Calamar. Yeah. That's squid. Well, Spanish listeners even know what's up. <laughs> That's so funny. Ceviche oh, con calamar. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I could really go for some squid ceviche. It sounds awesome. But here, here's the question. Do you support women's infidelity? Uh, what? <laughs> Do you support women's infidelity? I... I don't support any infidelity unless you're being direct about your feelings and you're not being shitty. Which I would not describe as infidelity. Right. Like ethical non-monogamy is not infidelity. Infidelity is, is breaking of trust. Yeah. I don't support that. Yeah. I'm drawing a line in the sand. It's an easy answer. I, I do not support it. Even in my past, when I did it, I do not support it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, do you support a woman's right to be eaten by a male horse? <laughs> <laughs> and, and to not have misogyny thrown at them while they're inside the belly. It's a throwback. To the In response the to your question, <laughs> let me give you something to consider. Eres un niño ahora... Ohora eres un calamar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a kid now. You're a squid now. So thank you. Coral, you're, you're helping save me to land this plane here at the end of the program. We tied up the squid bit, synthesized with the Spanish. Because- <laughs> Literally, just because a listener has a grandma in South America, and that made me think of Spanish. And That's right. I, I saved it. And I can't get squids out of my head. <laughs> a plug for squids. Just go watch YouTube videos about cephalopods. Just read the Wikipedia article. They're really cool. Bolsa been de manos sin radio. Wait, say this again. Bolsa de manos sin ma- min- Balsa de Mano Sin Radio. Where's that Radio Free Toe Bag? Yeah. Wait, but if you say Sin Radio, that's like like gluten-free. Oh, without. Like radio-free. Yeah. <laughs> this toe bag contains no toe radio. Toe bag without radio. <laughs> Handbag without radio. Sin Radio. Es episode. Is that fuck? Sometimes, because my grammar is spotty. And I, or my vocabulary, and sometimes I'll think of a word, and if it is just, I'm like, am I just putting an A on the end of an English <laughs> word? And then I look it up, and it is the actual word. Right. Just right. Am I doing a racism? No, no, I was right. Episode in Spanish. Episodio. It is episode. So I wasn't, I wasn't that far off. Okay. Um, we got to give a big. Lapa de manos para Corla. Thank you, Corla. My sweet darling. Thanks for having me on. It's always a delight. Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I got two different shows. We talked about Post Ponies already with me and Gigi and Ruby and Aki. Uh, Go give that a listen on any podcast thingy or (laughs) smallgayhorse.com. Um, so (laughs) good so delightful uh and there's a little show with me and audrey on it 
called Data Transfer, where we we go through Digimon from episode one on through through every goddamn season. There's a lot of them, which maybe someday we will resume production of because executive dysfunction and moving and holidays and laryngitis. And it's a lot. It's been a lot. You've been dealing with a lot of shit. We're coming back, though. Don't you worry. It's a it's a hoot and a holler. I will always tell people to listen to it. It is a chaotic, feral good time. I tell yeah, I always fine. tell people listen to it not around your parents unless don't they're cool. Listen. If your parents are cool, you can listen to Radio Free Joe back around them. This ain't your mama's <laughs> podcast. Unless your mama's a cool mama. Yeah, cool. unless your mama cool, smokes mama. weed with you. Nice. It's like, hey, you playing with Spyro? Your Let me try this level. <laughs> If your mom's blasting fatties and flapping around as a purple dragon, she might be a Radio Free Top Bag listener. <laughs> you might be a listener of Radio Free Top Bag. All right. Thank you again, Corla. And thank you to you, listener, and to all of our patrons. We have a Patreon. You heard me mention it before. Um, should I just... I don't. Do people listen through this? Is, we're doing a live show. I'm saying it again. January 20th, yeah. the hideout. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. plug that as part of the plug section. It is a live podcast, 5.30 p.m., the hideout, January 20th. It's a Saturday here in sunny Chicago. It Saturday, will not be Saturday, sunny. Saturday, Saturday. There is no chance. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, we bring would love a to coat. see people. Absolutely bring a coat. Uh, we'll have like, or maybe we'll bring people on stage. Maybe we'll bring the mic out. I'm still working that part out, but like, you can ask your questions and we can actually like do a little back and forth. That's going to be cool. We're going to have a slideshow. We have some sex toys to review. Get in there. I'll put the link to the tickets in the description. Uh, come see us in the flesh zone. Okay. <laughs> Also, thank you to everybody who listens and to the patrons. You heard Squid Dono mention it earlier. We got a Patreon, $5 a month. You get a bonus episode each week. Access to the Discord. There's like 150, 60 episodes in the backlog you get immediate access to. But for $10 a month, you can get all of that, and we shout your name out in lights at the end of each main episode. Who are we shouting at first? Believe it or not, I had the tab open from last time and I didn't have yes, to do it again. I'm yes, on fire. Yes, yes. We begin as we do with Anemone. We're shouting out Anthony Limburg. We're shouting out our beloved Day One Barb. We are shouting out through our siphon. Brian Alflorid is good, actually. We are going to shout out with our squiggly little tentacles, Donovan's nice. father. We're going to wiggle our mantle around and give a shout out to a new person. Woo! Duncan, thank you for joining us. I need to message you and ask you what you want your shout out name to be. I default to first name initially. Yes. Let us know. Thank you, Duncan. Uh, We're going to shout out Daddy Dylan, who uh, we're all moved into the new place, but... uh, uh, it still doesn't have a bed here, and so it's sleeping on the couch, probably currently, which sucks, but mm-hmm. shouts to daddy. Shouts out to the couch. We're shouting out GG of Postponing. <laughs> We're shouting out Inflatable Dream. Beautiful name. Uh, we are... We are reading the list with our eyes that don't have a blind spot because the nerves don't come through the middle like they do in mammal eyes. We're seeing it clearly. It's K friggin' money. <laughs> uh, Laser McGraw has decided that 1% milk is centrist shit. Get off the fence. I'm a 2%. What are you? 2% is pretty good. I like vitamin D too because I'm nasty with it. Yeah, I do do the full strength stuff sometimes. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like that makes us like conservative in this milk analogy. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, come on. Leftists are definitely okay. Leftists are D because yeah. they're like hardy, real politic kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Republicans are 2%. Libs are skim. Slibs are skim as hell. Get that watery shit out of here. We're shouting out Malcriata. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shout out MC Proletariat. We're shouting out Mickey Flykick. We're shouting out Pablo Hummus. Nah, nah, nah. Squid, squid, squid. We're shouting out <laughs> Rico Suave. Uh, we're going to shout out Riley. 
from episode 100, 105, the Yellow Rose of Toteland. It's our good friend, Ryan, rich homie, squid clack. <laughs> and there's like an ink sound after the shotgun. It's a shotgun squid that clack. Rich homie, squid clack. Squid clack. Uh, we're going to shout out spreadable fruit. We're shouting out super deformed. We're going to shout out synth mage. We're shouting out our dear friends, the worst of all possible squids podcast. <laughs> it's, the of, it's the worst of all possible worlds. Don't look up the worst of all possible squids. You'll see horrors. <laughs> comprehension. You'll see like Architeuthis and shit. Nah. Uh, we're going to shout out Wendy because everyone knows it's Wendy. We're shouting out Tufted Titmouse. Oh, I did it backwards. Uh, and then we're going to shout out Ren. Thank you so much for joining us at the $10 a month level. You truly are the wind the beneath water our through wings. our scythe. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it home. Thank you all for your support. Hell yeah. Uh, it means a lot. We just crossed 400 on Patreon. That is so a crazy. huge new thing for us. And that means a fucking lot. It has been a tough year in so many ways for both of us. Mm-hmm. But the growth on the show has been really awesome, and it, it means a lot to us that you support us. So thank you all and all our patrons. And if you cannot, you don't have the means to support us financially, go give us a rating somewhere. Tell a friend. It all helps. We appreciate you all for listening to us. Oh, yeah. I did the music. You can find uh, the intro theme, Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB, and more songs like it at soundcloud.com slash RFTBpod. I posted a whole bunch of tracks the other week. Go listen to them. They're, they're fun. They're bangers. Live show um, January 20th, Saturday, The Hideout, Chicago. Be get there, in there or be square. Ticket pre-sales are up. Links in the description. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Squid dabbed with all eight tentacles. <laughs> <laughs>